Watching my dad, there's some qualities in his life that I wish I had in my own life. My dad uh, passed away about four years ago, and it was probably one of the hardest things I ever went through. But I did learn this. My dad wanted to be an example like Jesus Christ is to us. Each of us were made in the image of God, and we have an amazing potential to do some incredible things for the Lord. But as a father, there's a special potential you have. And uh, God has given you the ability to do some things that maybe other people thought you would never be able to do. Having children is a huge responsibility. And being a great father is not easy. But you're not alone because we're all working on it as fathers. We're doing our best. To be the world's best dad doesn't happen overnight. When I say the word dad, well, what's the first word that comes to your mind? Somebody give me a word when I say the word dad. You got one for me? Uh, oh, what is it? Dad. <laughs> she like, let me pronounce dad for you. That's what comes to my mind. Dad. Very good. Give me a word that describes a father. What's the first word that comes to your mind? Yes. Um, how you say Dad um, in Spanish? Papa. Papa. All right. Spider killer. Spider killer. All the way in the back. Hard working. Somebody else give me something. Hard working, spider killer. Yes. Never giving up. Never giving up. Okay. Yeah. Loving. Loving. Somebody else. Leader. Leader. A lot of these describe maybe somebody in your life. Who who do you would think in your life was probably one of the most influential influential dads that you have ever met? Whether it be your dad or maybe somebody else's dad. You have a name in mind. You're probably thinking of somebody that had an influence in your life. I, I, I had the privilege of growing up. I don't know if it was a privilege. I grew up in Alabama. So <laughs> I, I loved the South. And there was a lot of people in my life while I was growing up that had an influence in, in, in the way I worked and the way I would uh, serve the Lord. And a lot of them were good fathers that God put in my path. Uh, and I'll never forget the influence they had in my life. But my dad was one of the biggest influences as a father because my dad taught me how to work and my dad taught me how to, to, to serve the Lord and some things in my life that I was lacking on. He helped me to step up to the plate and make some changes. But it all came because of influence. I think that dads can be the best influence in people's lives as long as they have the right foundation. And I'm going to illustrate it this way. Y'all with me real quick? Yes, so these, uh, these blocks here I'm going to use. I think in order to have the ability, the potential to be the world's best father, you have to have some building blocks in your life because you can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. So I'm going to show you some biblical principles from God's word and show you these building blocks that we need in our life in order to be the best we possibly can be as fathers. And the first block, you, wouldn't, you probably wouldn't realize this, but is children. <laughs> You're not a father without children. But children are an important concept, a process of building yourself up to be one of the best dads you can be. And you say, what does that mean? It means this. Everybody in this room, in this gazebo or, you know, pavilion here is a part of the process, the building process of creating wonderful dads. Children, you are a big part of helping dad be the best dad he can be. And this is why. 
Because the Bible says he's, that you're responsible for two really important things in Ephesians 6. Children are obey your parents and the Lord for this is right and to honor their father and mother. So they're to obey and honor. That is so special because you've been given this responsibility to follow their lead. Dad needs children that will not bow against them but will follow them. It's so easy to be a good dad when the children say, okay, I will do what you say instead of saying, I don't want to do that. How many of you kids in here find yourself at times saying, I do not want to do what mom and dad say? You've been there? Yeah, you had a helper, right? I, I know how that feels. But there's a difference between obeying and honoring. Obeying says, I will do what you say, but honoring means I'll do it with a smile on my face and mean it from my heart. And when you do that, I'm going to put this block here. You are the foundation. You're part of the process of building up a solid dad. You're helping dad be the best dad he can be by obeying and honoring him. But it doesn't stop there. The other process is this. You got, you got the kids, but the next building block would be mom. I know not everybody has the privilege of having a mom in a home. Uh, and that and that's rough. But mom, you are a crucial part of helping dad be the best he can. How many acknowledge by raising your hand, dad is not going to make it without mom, and it just is tough. And if dad, mom's not in the home, it makes it really hard. Uh, I'm so grateful for the homes that have mom there because, mom, you make the difference. If you go back to the book of Genesis, one of the first things the Bible says is you are a helper because dad needs all the help he can get. Every time I forget something, my wife needs, she knows exactly where it is. I'm like, do you know where my keys are? She knows where my keys are. I cannot find my wallet. And she goes, I know exactly where your wallet is. It's down the hallway. It's on the ledge. It's underneath the box. And I'm like, I would have never thought about that. I would have never thought to go down the hallway, look on the ledge underneath the box. But my wife is 10 steps ahead of me because women, you are amazing. You're amazing people. And without you, without mom, dad can never be the best he can be. Because mom makes the difference. But the Bible says in Genesis that you are a helper. But not only that, but you're respectful. Let me say this. Ephesians 5.33 makes it very clear that moms are to come alongside their husband and help him be the best he possibly can by following his lead. Now, that doesn't mean if he's doing something wrong or something dumb, you follow his lead. It means you come alongside him and help him make the right decisions. Say, this is the direction we don't need to go. Let's talk this through. Let's think this through. You're a helper. Eve was a wonderful assistant to Adam. Adam would have never made it without Eve. And that's why God said, it's good for a man not to be alone. This guy can't do it alone. So let's make a woman. And he made a woman to help. But also that lady that was in his life was there to build him up and strengthen him with respect. And the word submission is in the Bible. And everybody cringes because it's used so often in the wrong way when it comes to moms. Submission just means that you're willing to follow his lead and to assist him to get to that goal that he's aiming for. It doesn't mean that he's going to domin be domineering and controlling, and he should never be that way. But he has that liberty to lead and has that opportunity to lead, and you follow his lead. And by doing that, what I found is the building blocks get put in place, and everything starts to come together for dad. Because dad has these wonderful kids that are honoring and obeying him and following his lead. Mom's coming alongside to assist him and help him. And that is respect and submission. And all these things start working together to build the structure of a beautiful home with a leading father. But I'll say this too. It's not just mom. It's not just, it's not just the kids. But dad, 
The Bible makes it very clear that you're the head of the home. That doesn't mean you're arrogant. <laughs> it doesn't mean you get full of yourself because if you do, you're going to become top heavy and things are going to crumble. And let me, and there's cracks in this top one because I want to emphasize this. Fathers, we're the ones that are responsible to make sure we're keeping our families together the way the Lord would have us do that. You're to love your wife as Christ loved the church. Man, that takes sacrifice. That means putting her first. You say, well, she never follows my lead. I can't make any decisions. It's because you're making horrible decisions. You know, how is she going to follow your lead if your lead is making decisions that could put your family in debt? Well, that's not going to work. That's going to put cracks in the, in the foundation, and, and this will never hold together. You'll never be the best dad you can be unless you are willing to work sufficiently in, some, in, in, in such a way where you're being an example to your kids and you're assisting your wife. I feel like moms will go out of their way to sacrifice, but me as a dad, I tend to lack that in my life. But if we're to love our wife as Christ loved the church, and the Bible says that we're not going to provoke our kids to wrath, that means we're going to do things in such a way where our kids want to follow our lead, then there's got to be some changes as fathers. There's got to be some things in our life that we need to make sure we're attentive to, and that is unconditional love. That means I'm going to understand when my kids mess up, make mistakes, I'm going to have unconditional love. My wife makes some decisions that I don't really agree with because she did something that wasn't probably the best. I'm not going to be harsh and arrogant and mean. I'm going to be kind and I'm going to lead by example like Christ would lead. And that's how everything comes together in such a way that dad can be the most successful, best father known to man. We're all in this together. You can't be a great dad without kids that are willing to obey and honor. You can't be a great dad without mom coming alongside of you, being respectful and helpful and submissive as you lead. She can follow. But dad, that means you can't have cracks in the foundation that God has established for you as a father. You lead by example. You leave with, leave with love and compassion that's unconditional. And all of it comes together to make a wonderful, beautiful home. It's as simple as that. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, these simple principles that you've given us from your word will help us to always be the best we can be as fathers. Help us to understand we need our kids. We need them. We need them to follow us, obey, and honor us, but they 